This is a Soulfire production. Hi, hi, hi. How are we? I love you. I've been thinking a lot about how everyone's always going through something and we don't know. And so I just want to take a minute and acknowledge wherever you are in your life and in your world, whatever's happening for you. If you're not feeling supported or seen or held in this experience or this process, I just want to take a moment and honor you and let you know that although I may not know your circumstance and your story, I see you and I'm sending you so much love. And I hope you know that on an energetic level, I'm here for you and that there's someone holding space and sending you peace on your behalf. I've just noticed that there's a lot of like heavy things happening to people around me and shit, I'm going through a thing right now with Soulfire as we transition our company um, and really go to the next level with it. And it is challenging me and expanding me in ways that feel overwhelming at times and also really beautiful. And I have friends and friends of friends and some of you in this community who've been messaging me over the last couple of weeks with some things that you're going through. And this is a safe place for you to be you, to process how you need to process and to feel loved. And I've been doing this for five years now, and it's such an intimate experience to sit with you in the podcast, knowing wherever you are, you're listening and taking this and integrating it into your lives. And I know I can't personally help every single one of you through everything you go through, but I hope that this space serves as a positive experience for you and that you remember that you are so loved by me and all of the women in this community. So that just felt like where we needed to start today. I love you. I was on a walk a couple weeks ago and I started thinking about how I used to be and how scared I was of having fun and the stick I had up my ass and the perfection seeker that I was, which mean I, which meant I couldn't let go to have fun. And something that has come up inside the Love Her Collective, my group program, as well as a lot of my one-on-one coaching and the messages that I get from all of you is that you don't know how to have fun. That concept is so fucking foreign to you, so overwhelming, so scary that you're stuck in this cycle of not enjoying yourself. <laughs> and it's affecting your pleasure and your joy and your happiness and your playfulness and your sex lives. And so I felt like, damn, 
I really need to do an episode on this. I feel like I've mentioned this briefly, but I've never really gone into the depths of having fun and playfulness and how do we access those parts of ourselves? How do we allow ourselves to be the fun, playful, girly versions of ourselves without betraying ourselves, right? So there is a version of many of us who access fun and the fun side of ourselves by numbing out. So we suppress anything that's keeping us from having fun. And then we have quote unquote fun and we're more playful because the trauma we've experienced or the need to control things or the fear of people judging us is now suppressed by whatever substance that we've used. So now we're just like free and flowy. But then as soon as that substance is out of our body, we're like, oh, fuck, what did I do? Was I too much? What did I say? How did I act? Was I too free? I, you know, fucked someone and I never would have done that if I hadn't been drinking or I said something that is not something I would have done if I had been sober. And so that's not actually fun. That's bypassing and ignoring our own needs and reality, betraying ourselves in ways, and then doing things that may not feel good at the end of the day. And there's also parts of us that are sober, but force ourselves to do things because we believe that that means fun. So freely having sex, I'm just using this as an example, freely having casual sex with someone because that makes you the fun, easy, chill girl, right? Or doing something publicly, like going to karaoke, (laughs) random example, going to karaoke, getting up on a stage and singing a song in front of people and doing that, even though you may not want to, because everyone else is doing it and you feel like, well, fuck, if I don't go along with this, I'm not cool and fun. Right. And so we're doing all these things. We're forcing us ourselves to show up in ways that are not genuine to who we are. And we have this idea of what fun means, what playful means. And what I would like to challenge you with today is how can you find your own definition for yourself that feels good for you of what fun and playful is? And it may look different than the way it looked five years ago, 10 years ago when you were a little girl. Or it could look exactly the way it was when you were a little girl. Fun for you meant riding your bike, running around, dancing in a field, playing on the swings, making food, like whatever that was. Can we come up with a definition that feels really good for us? And then once we have an idea of this is what fun means to me, this is how I would like to show up in the world, can we then identify? why we're not? Can we ask ourselves, why do I feel so uncomfortable when it comes to being this version of me or showing up in this way, in this free, receptive, relaxed, present version? 
for me, like I mentioned earlier, I had a stick on my butt and I was a perfectionist and I wanted people to see me a certain way. And if I let go, whew, the God almighty letting go, if I let go, that meant I was out of control, which then meant people might see me differently and I wouldn't be perceived as perfect. And so then my entire world, my identity would crumble. And without that, who would I be? And I am making assumptions, but I think I'm pretty right here, that you're probably feeling the same way. If I show up as that version of me, if I let go, if I have fun, if I am not quote unquote in control of everything, people might see me in a way that I don't want to be seen and they will judge me and lose respect for me and I will not have the identity that I choose to put into the world. And so then I am completely lost and my purpose is gone <laughs> and I feel super out of control and I don't like that. So I'm just going to pretend to have fun, betray myself sometimes, act like everything's good, but maintain my control. Ugh. Ugh. Y'all, that is not the way we have to live. It's not the way we have to live. We get to move from our heads into our bodies. In our heads is where we spiral. In our heads is where all the stories live. In our heads is where we come up with things like confirmation bias. Like, if I act like this, this will happen. And so then I make that scenario happen in order to confirm that I'm right. That all lives in our heads. So what I'm asking you is how can you move into your body and let your body lead? I have said this over and over and over again on the show. Discomfort is not necessarily always a bad thing. There is discomfort and red flags that we need to pay attention to 100%. But where we get confused is we don't know the difference between discomfort and the unknown and trying something new and testing stuff and dipping our toes in the water and seeing what something new feels like versus this is actual danger and this is not okay. And this is a boundary I have that is now being crossed. Right? So I'm not saying go have sex with someone who is awful and be treated terribly and ignore the red flags. That's not what I'm saying. That's not fun. <laughs> okay. I'm saying that there is an ecstatic dance event that your inner child and the woman inside of you who you've buried deep down really wants to go to. But you judge yourself for the way you dance and you're afraid you're going to look stupid. And if you let loose and maybe they're doing mushrooms there or something, if you let loose, 
then people are going to see you differently. And you don't know what you're going to do in that scenario. And so you RSVP no to this party that you really, really want to go to. You're like, oh, I want to go to this so bad, but I'm so scared that people are going to think that I dance badly and that I'm out of control and that I'm loose or whatever your story is. So you just don't go. So you miss out on a great opportunity to have fun. We are doing this in so many areas of our lives. We are squashing the fun. We are so serious because we are so hell-bent on people seeing us a certain way and us maintaining our identity. And I'm here to tell you that you now have permission to make a new choice and to choose fun for yourself. Having fun and being fun doesn't make you bad. Let that sink in for a second. Fun doesn't equal bad. Fun doesn't equal lack of success. Fun doesn't equal loose. I don't know. I feel like that's a term from the 50s. Like, ooh, she's so loose. (laughs) Fun doesn't equal all these things that maybe you've been taught they mean. What's your definition of fun? How do you want to infuse more of it into your life? So I have a little announcement. I don't know if you know this, but Organifi has launched collagen. It's their first non-vegan product in their line. I literally just posted about this because I'm drinking a smoothie with Organifi in it right now. I use the vanilla protein and I also put in the collagen. I do some uh, frozen dark cherries, a banana, sunflower seed butter, coconut yogurt, some raw milk. Um, What else could I possibly have put in there? I think that's it. (laughs) Uh, It's fucking delicious. I love that they have collagen now. It was like the missing piece that rounded out everything that Organifi has. I highly recommend trying out their entire line. I mean, you know, I'm on this like Organifi Red plus Element kick right now for hydration, making sure I'm getting enough protein. So I love both the chocolate and the vanilla protein, by the way. I just, I tend to use the vanilla more. I'm not sure why I need to get chocolate back in the rotation. Chocolate, peanut butter, and banana is the bomb for a smoothie. So anyways, collagen just launched. You guys have to check it out. Just throw it in your cart next time you're getting your Organifi order. It is the bomb. You can use the code Kelly Moore. You'll get 20% off. Head to the show notes. Also, herbal face food, joy of my life, joy of my face. I it is summer. I'm in the fucking sun 24 seven because I live in Colorado and it feels like we live on the sun here. We're at 7,000 feet elevation in Golden. And so literally (laughs) the sun is so much stronger here. It's really funny. Um, I was also just in Maui for a week and I try and get row out every day in the sun. So we're outside quite a bit. And of course my melasma is triggered. So the only, only, only thing aside from microneedling that I have found that works really well for melasma 
is herbal face food. I use serum three plus the cure morning and night, sometimes morning, noon and night. If I'm having a little bit of extra dark pigmentation, it is also incredible for breakouts. So, um, of course, postpartum hormones ridiculous right now. And I am also having some reactions to dairy that I wasn't having when I was pregnant. And so I'm getting a few more breakouts than normal. And so I just put the cure spot treatment on the breakout and it's literally gone in an hour. It's so potent and it's completely made of plants. So totally non-toxic, great for pregnancy, breastfeeding. I've told everyone I know about it. All my friends are on it. Um, and it is just fantastic. So you'll get 20% off your first order, go into the show notes and use the link. I seriously recommend herbal face food. It is the absolute best. It's a little more expensive, but I, but I truly like love it and it lasts so long. So if you start with serum one and the cure, um, it'll last you a couple months, if not longer. So let me know what you think. I'm telling you for skin texture, melasma breakouts, it is the <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. I was on a call with my friend, Amanda Bible. And she was leading me through this amazing visualization and we were doing all this work and long story short, what I came to was that I really wanted to infuse more fun into my life and into my business. I felt like things weren't fun. I felt like I was trudging through mud with certain things and I wasn't enjoying myself and I felt like I was being really serious again. And I really wanted to commit to infusing more fun. And when presented with an option, I wanted to consciously choose the fun one. So in my house, my husband is ridiculous, <laughs> dancing, screaming, talking constantly. And I tend to be more serious. And so I was like, one day he was doing something. He was trying to be playful with me. And my gut response was to be like, I'm in the middle of working. I can't do this. Can you please let me focus? But instead, I stopped what I was doing and I got up and I think we were like dancing in the living room with Ro and being super playful and the music was blasting and the dogs were with us. And I had this brief 10 minutes in the middle of my day where I could have gone one direction that I've gone so many times and chosen to be serious and squash the fun. But instead, I chose to infuse the fun and bring out the playfulness, and it dramatically impacted my day. Everything was better after that. I allowed myself to receive fun in my life and in my body, and I let my body lead. I got out of my head with the stories and the patterns, and I was like, huh, I really want to play right now. This feels really good. And so I leaned into that and I allowed my body to lead and I made a new choice and it really impacted my day. A couple of days later, things were kind of stressful. I think I hadn't slept. Ro was up all night. Connor was like, I, I was going to go to the grocery store. I'm like, I just need to get out of the house. Can you please stay with our daughter so that I can just go run an errand? Grocery shopping sounds like the best thing ever for me. He's like, yeah. He's like, why don't I put the top down on your car? I have a Bronco 
and I have a soft top and I have never driven with the top down on it. I got it last September and then I had the baby and I just haven't done it. And then it was obviously snowing here. And it was like the first warm day here. And he runs outside and he takes the top off and he's like, have fun. So I grab Dutch, our dog, my best friend, and he and I get in the car and we go to Whole Foods and I'm blasting music and I'm singing and I'm dancing and the wind is blowing in my hair. And I was just so fucking happy. And I was so sleep deprived and I was busy, 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 busy. And I took that time, that hour to go run errands. And it was so fun. And the rest of my day was so fun. And then we had amazing sex that night. And I was so present in my body. And I allowed myself to show up that way. I allowed it. And I'm giving you these examples. Because I want you to see that this is possible. And it's not these huge things. It's little things every day. It's little things every day that you have access to. It's always a new choice. It's always a new choice. I am creating a place for you to discover your playfulness. To take the stick out of your ass, my love. Take it out. You can put the crystal dildo in your butt if you want, because that is fun. But take the stick out. (laughs) This is a place for you to align with your highest self, your highest timeline, your epic magic, and your most on-purpose version of you. Mm. Mm. To be on purpose is fucking life. I can, I can speak to that forever. It is everything. When you find your purpose and you live into it, it will breathe into you every single day. It will make you bigger. This is a place we get to cultivate intentional slowness and white space where our calendars our god-awful calendars that we're all scared of to look at on Monday morning. Dear God, what do I have to do this week? The calendar gets to feel fun and exciting. Have you ever heard those words with calendar? Fun and exciting, where we get to let go and melt into pleasure. We'll explore ourselves in brand new ways with a curiosity for what is possible and how we can truly be in our power. Clear, organized, and free. If you want in on this space, this is the best fucking thing that I have ever, ever, ever put into the world. It's called Soul Strategy. Get in the show notes, get on the goddamn wait list. You are not going to want to miss this. I promise you. I want to sign up for this. (laughs) Literally. I had a vision for this one day and I wrote it all down within a minute. It was like clear as fucking day. I am so excited to create this for you, to present it to you, to bring you in, to welcome you into this container. It is going to rock your world. Mm. Mm. Get into the show notes, get on the wait list for soul strategy right now, right now. So how do we get out of our heads and into our bodies? I know you asked yourself that question. You're like, Kelly, sounds cute, but like, mm, still in my head. I hear you, darling. 
I hear you. Do you hear yourself? Do you hear yourself? Do you hear the whisperings and the callings and the screaming of your body? Because if we don't take time in the white space that we create in the quiet to get rid of the noise and the chaos and everyone else's shit to really align to hear ourselves and our bodies, not the stories, not the bullshit, but our true callings of our soul, of our bodies. If we don't do that, you can never move from your head to your body. You will forever be stuck. It's the reality. So what are you doing in your life on a daily, moment-by-moment basis to tune in to you, to drop in, to fully drop into your body? When something comes up, you have the option to react one way, you take a second, you take a beat, you tap in, what am I feeling? What is my body telling me? Answer operate from there. May not happen that quickly. I get it. I'm a manifester. Shit happens like that for me. You might be different. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you. This is a practice. It takes time to hear yourself, to hear your body and to align to what your body is saying to you. We have to create the space to get out of the noise and to be in our own quiet with ourselves. That is key to moving from your head into your body, to your, your body is your true north. It is your guiding light and star. And the reason you feel like a chicken with your head cut off, like you're aimlessly wandering around, like you don't have answers, lost, not sure what's next is because you have not tuned in with your North Star. You are following a bunch of signs on the road that you didn't put up. Other people put up for you. It's time to ignore everyone else's signs and follow your guidance and your path. You put up your own signs. You choose where you're going, where you're headed. Your soul speaks to you. You follow those nudges and those knowings. And you create the path in front of you. You create your own path. You don't have to follow everyone else's and everyone else's signs. Turn right here. No. You create your own path with your own knowing and your own truths. And the only way to be able to do that is to get quiet enough to hear what that is within you. The path to fun is also the path back to you. Fun is available for you. Playfulness is available for you. When you begin to learn how to hear yourself, when you start to feel safe in your own body, when you learn how to trust yourself, that the decisions you make are in your best interest, that you feel safe in your body, safe in your experience, you know you're taken care of because you take care of you, you surround yourself with people who are positive and thoughtful and loving and caring, 
so that you can free fall into all these different experiences with trust and openness and curiosity. Are you doing that? Are you doing that right now? We have to show ourselves that it's safe to be curious, to try things out. And that begins with testing the waters, dipping a toe in, trying something new, making a new choice. How does that feel in my body? What is my visceral response to this? And can I understand that being nervous and uncomfortable doesn't mean it's bad? That I deserve to have fun. I deserve to play. My little girl wants to play on the swings. My little girl wants to run around and dance and ride bikes and get dirty. She deserves that. So I am going to do everything in my power to create safety and trust in my body and in my world so that accessing the fun and the pleasure and the play is so much easier. Take time today to get quiet with yourself. If it's five minutes, if it's 20 minutes, if it's an hour, whatever it is, wherever you are, take time to get quiet with you. Listen to the longings and the whisperings and the nudges and the screaming that is coming from your soul, that is asking you to have more fun. It's not all meant to be so serious, you guys. There are serious parts of life. Yes, there are hard things in life. We also have an opportunity to just have fucking fun. To have really good, yummy sex that makes us laugh. To play with our kids and be little kids with them and just giggle. To ride bikes around in the neighborhood to get dirty. To dance freely. To live without fear of judgment. Most importantly, to live without judging ourselves. You get to have more fun. Take time for yourself today. Begin listening to your body. What does your body want? What does it need? How can you access this play? What is in the way? Claim your fun in your life right now. I promise life will be so much better. I love you.